Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 141 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Jono Alderson. Jono is a digital strategist, marketing technologist, and full-stack developer who currently manages special projects at Yoast. He has nearly 20 years of experience in web development, SEO, analytics, brand and campaign strategy, and much more. Jono's previous roles have included Principal Consultant at Distilled, Head of SEO at 26, and Global Head of Digital and Head of Insight at LinkDex. So Jono, can I ask you to expand on that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure, and thanks for having me. This is um, very exciting. I guess in some respects, I'm the kind of archetypal bedroom developer story. I started off way back when sat in my bedroom coding HTML, building little websites. And that's kind of where I fell in love with technology and the internet and digital marketing and all of these things. But I guess I've come a long way since then. I now wear a whole bunch of different hats and I've dabbled with web development, SEO, analytics, as you say, other spaces. I'm really into performance at the moment. So optimizing for speed and efficiency across websites, across apps, other areas. But yeah, also increasingly finding that more and more of what I'm doing feels like consultancy and less like technology as the challenges become more about people and organizations. I think um, we're in a wonderful time at the moment where on one hand, there's a huge amount of new stuff happening in the space, which I'll definitely ramble about later, but also a lot of the problems we have are in convincing people to adopt and to move and to be agile. So yeah, a lot of what I try and do now is convince um, which is a different game, but it's um, very rewarding in its own way. Yeah. Do, do you feel you've moved away from more of a technical role into this sort of consultancy role? Uh, I'm trying to blend it. So I keep my sleeves rolled up. I do a lot of coding. I've always got stuff open. I'm dabbling. I've got a number of um, hobby sites and personal projects that keep me sharp. And I try periodically to pick up a new skill or learn a new language. So every Christmas I um, take a week off work and do, I'm going to learn something brand new. Failed to do it this year because I'm really busy with work, but I like the idea of it and making sure that I always kind of keep my sleeves rolled up. So, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, you have a deliberate strategy of, of making sure that you keep your hand in and keep up to date. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I really fear genuinely becoming the um, kind of disconnected marketer who um, knows just enough to be dangerous, um, but not <laughs> enough to be useful. I've worked with enough of those that I, I, I really want to avoid that. So, yeah. So, Jono, can you perhaps share a career tip with the IT career energizer audience, one they may not know and perhaps should? I thought about this question a lot, and there's one key thing that I've learned throughout all of the areas I've played in, and that's that you don't have to ask permission to do better stuff. Uh, so I think there are, there are many areas of IT and web development, and SEO in particular, which are still taking shape, and they're they're new or where the standards haven't been set in stone yet. And essentially, it's 
uh, it's open season for anybody and everybody to define and contribute to what those standards and next-gen technologies come. Like nobody has created the next JavaScript library yet, but at some point that will happen and it can be anyone. So areas like performance optimization and data and privacy management and some other areas are still really in their infancy, which makes them a really fun place to play. And the thing about those areas is nobody cares about your background or your job title or where you're from, only your passion and commitment and valuable contributions. And I think this is what I've learned, especially as I've stepped into the open source space, where suddenly I found that just because I'm passionate and I have ideas from various places I've worked and things I've done, I can affect change on platforms and technologies and that ship out to large portions of the web just by stepping up and saying, hey, guys, I've got these ideas and I'd like to contribute. So the tip is essentially don't be afraid of um, playing at the edge and getting involved in what's happening next. It's very, very, it's surprisingly easy to become a thought leader or a pioneer or an engineer who's shaping tomorrow's technologies. And all you've got to do is find where those conversations are happening and take part because they're crying out for smart people. And in the WordPress world, which I'm increasingly involved in, there are conversations happening around technologies like AMP, which is the um, Google are heavily involved in it as a standard for faster web pages and websites and reinventing how front-end performance works and similar other areas where there's a shortage of people who have good opinions and good ideas and good experience getting involved and shaping what the very web becomes. So yeah, there's a huge opportunity for people just to go, I don't care what my job title is or my constraints. I'm going to spend a bit of time and go and shape whatever the thing that comes next is. So there's a huge amount of opportunity to to go right to the, the frontier, which is really exciting. Right. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you. Are there any sort of, um, ways that you you would recommend people maybe start thinking about what they might be able to do the route that took me here was an obsession on iterating and improving so for example one of my my the very early things i did that got me into this space that made me really interested in technical seo in particular is that there isn't really a defined way to build a web page so any number of HTML tags in any combination with any amount of content, and you get a page. But some of those are arguably better approaches than others, but there is no perfect standard. So as you explore the reaches of that and you start to think, okay, do I, what order do I put my tags in? Does the sentence case matter? What's the best approach with this bit? You start to find places where there are other people trying to answer those questions. And as they answer them, they become standardized. So um, I found that just Googling problems and rummaging through places like Stack Overflow and um, bits of the WordPress repo where people are shipping this kind of code, they don't really have good answers. And there are just discussions happening where people are looking to collectively work out what the approach should be. And then suddenly those become standardized. And you find that almost accidentally you've been part of these revolutionary discussions as you look back. And it's insane. But yeah, you just um, find the the unknowns and the edges. And there are are definitely conversations happening in places like Reddit, Stack Overflow, et cetera. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, Jono, can you perhaps tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. So um, I fairly early on got a job at an agency and it was my first big proper job. I'd been a bedroom web developer for years before then doing small websites for butchers and bakers and looking apps and doing really basic stuff. 
I realized from doing that that what I really, really loved was technical SEO and kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of websites and tweaking them to make them perform better, like really tiny, clever tactical optimization. So scored this job in an agency, right time, right place, got really lucky. Within the first week, got FTP access to the production server of a client's site. And historically, the way I'd worked was the client pays you money, you log in and you make their site better. Hadn't realized that agency world was much more sophisticated, much more process driven and very, very different. So I logged into the FTP server. I went in and I rewrote a huge chunk of their website without permission, without asking, without even knowing that that was a thing. And I made it faster. I improved a bunch of technical SEO stuff, fixed a ton of bugs, made it look better. Um, And then the client very rightly phoned up and said, what have you done to my website? Thankfully, they weren't furious, but I hadn't made any backups and there was no workflow process because it was a fairly backwater client. So then I had to go back in and undo all of the changes I'd made um, and to deliberately reintroduce bugs and issues. And this was a huge, it's insane, right? Like deliberately recoding the same bugs. Um, But this was a huge learning moment for me because um, it was the first moment I'd realized that politics and psychology are a huge part of IT and development because it was easier for the client on their side to pretend that nothing had happened um, for them um, in their, to make their lives easier than it was for them to address the fact that their site was full of bugs and that they didn't have these workflow processes and that the fact that their marketing agency had essentially gone rogue. And that was a real light bulb moment. And I think over the years since then, it's I've, I've tried to remember, it never came naturally to me initially, but it's something I've worked on a lot, is really realizing that you've got to craft all of your interactions And it's so tedious to hear people talk about this, but storytelling and relationships with stakeholders and influences is just as critical as the work itself. It is, yes. That's a product of of a world run and operated by humans who have needs and fears and and priorities, et cetera, et cetera. But that's that's the truth of it. The thing I've, I've come to realize is that you've got to be deliberate in all of your interactions. And that doesn't necessarily mean being nice to everybody all of the time. You can sometimes achieve things by challenging people and, and, and motivate them in different ways, but always always be intentional. So the, the big mistake of just kind of wading in and making a mess, thinking I was doing good work, actually taught me a huge lesson, which has stayed with me ever since, which is that, um, yeah, you've got to manage the people as much as the work. Indeed. Yeah, I'm, I do remember myself working with somebody about 20 years ago who took it upon himself to um, rewrite what was the front end of an application it was the front end the framework was shared by multiple applications but he went off and, oh, and recreated wow. it himself and he had about a hundred different Ouch. developers working on the same product so yeah he didn't last very long <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah I'm, I'm very lucky that i did that could have been a very quick end to my career indeed. i think um yeah i was very very lucky indeed <laughs> Okay, so moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Sure. I'm going to be really soppy and say that I'm living it right now. I've been working at Yoast for just over a year, and even without the company Kool-Aid, it's an absolute joy. I've worked in agencies, I've worked in tool platforms and vendors, I've done consultancy for big clients, and all of it has felt flawed. I think there's a real challenge with, I think, the agency model in particular, where you can't deliver the work of the quality that you want to do in the time you have with the resources that you have. It's that classic prioritization triangle. I think that really hurts an agency world. So to be in a unique position now where the work I do ships to and impacts a significant portion of the whole web, 
that we're defining standards at the cutting edge where no standards exist and we're solving problems that nobody's even thinking about yet. And to do so in such a wonderful environment is amazing. I also have the flexibility to generally pick and choose what I work on. So I'm handling some really gnarly problems at the moment around things like technical SEO and web performance um, and the whole WordPress ecosystem. I think highlights and achievements at the moment, I'm working on a really cool spec for, I say really cool, it's incredibly nerdy, for how um, any website or developer can implement schema.org markup um, in a flexible, structured way. And we're way into the, the depths of nerddom, but um, it's something that a lot of sites find very, very hard to do. You want a data consumable, Google consumable version of all your content and your CMS or system has to spit all of that out and it has to sync up to your app and your stock levels. And somehow all of this has to be managed independently of the content. It's a really complicated process. Um, I've spent a couple of weeks, um, which is what I was doing over Christmas, buried in a room, in a room, a dark room, just getting through this and trying to work out a radically different approach to it, which um, is much more flexible and scalable and different to how everyone else does it. And I genuinely think that um, as we get this spec tidied up and uh, people from Google have started wading in and having opinions, I think this genuinely might have the potential to shape a huge chunk of what the internet becomes. Like we're talking about fundamental changes into how Google can crawl and consume content on the web, changes to how websites and business owners can expose their critical data, like prices, like location, et cetera, in a way they've never been able to do so before, at least not easily. So that's really exciting. There's a whole bunch of those sorts of projects which I'm working on right now, which as they start to see the light of day, will feel, I'll look back and they'll feel like a legacy. It's incredibly impactful. Really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, as you say, that sounds very exciting. It's, it's all about innovation and change. Yeah, absolutely. And in so many different places, like we're doing stuff with analytics, with pure play technical SEO, but also other areas. So um, the other thing I've been working on today, for example, is a specification for how WordPress sites should load fonts, which sounds incredibly dry and dull, but it's really interesting. Um, like loading fonts can be really slow. And as performance becomes much more important, it's one of the biggest bottlenecks. So we're trying to define what is the perfect universal flexible way to just get this right and to abstract away all the mess. And it's a really interesting intersect of cutting edge, front-end CSS, back-end PHP, SEO, accessibility, and performance. And there are flavors of all of those. And it's trying to juggle all the compromises and moving parts to find the right spec. And we're so close. And yeah, as, when that ships, um, hopefully at some point in the next decade or so, the whole web was, well, at least the 33% of the web running WordPress will speed up. And hopefully other people will take note and do their stuff as well and will shave 100 milliseconds off every website on the web, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, Johnny, can you maybe tell us what excites you about the future of IT and careers in IT in particular? Sure. So it's very much the, the main thing is the same thing that got me into it, which is there's no barrier to entry. I dropped out of college. I got interested in building little websites at home. I never had any qualifications. I'm self-taught, never done any online courses, etc. But that didn't stop me. And sure, it meant I started with small clients doing work that I probably wouldn't be proud of if I looked at today for not very much money. But it gave me a way to start and to access the space. And the thing that's kept me motivated from then is that every day there's something new. Like I try so hard to stay on top of everything, but there are so many things to learn. And it's only relatively recently that I've started to consider myself to be quote unquote full stack. And I know that comes with a lot of connotations, but I like it's only recently that I've got to the point where I'm confident that I can go from 
come up with a business idea to architect the database and data structures to build the back end, to build the front end, yada, yada, yada. But I'm still feeling like I'm falling behind. And there are JavaScript libraries I want to learn and new workflow tools I want to adopt and new techniques in this bit of CSS and new markets and new ways of thinking. So all that is happening. And it's just such an incredible playground. And it's only going to get more interesting. We're, we're still only really beginning to understand the implications of things like the Internet of Things or of how the proliferation of digital assistants like Alexa and Google Home will change the landscape and change consumer behavior and the things they need and the way they work. And then in other areas, you've got millions of people in less developed parts of the world starting to come online with high fidelity internet access, which will bring a wave of entrepreneurship and create new markets, new ways of transacting and things we haven't thought before. And there's just so much happening. And in all of this, and all of these cutting edges and emerging spaces, there are no experts because it doesn't exist yet. There are only people with opinions and experience and voices, and that creates a huge surface of opportunity. And you can push forward to those edges and get involved in those conversations and contribute and suddenly find that you're an expert in this thing. Uh, that's, that's such an incredible place to play. I don't think there are many industries or places that afford that ability just to wade in and to make a difference. And whether that's a huge thing or just a tiny thing, like contribute a line of code to an open source project and you change the world a little bit. That's incredibly powerful. Okay, John, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Exciting. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> so what first attracted you to a career in IT? Looking back, it was very much that the things I coded were tangible and that was really liberating because I... In my mind, I'm a very creative person, but none of that manifests. Like I suck at drawing, at painting, any kind of physical art. I can't put up a shelf. Nothing in the real world works. And in my mind, I can just translate what's what's in there onto paper. It just doesn't happen. But then suddenly, web development, SEO, CSS, PHP suddenly become my canvas. And like the keyboard becomes a tool to create and to be creative. Uh, and that's incredibly liberating. And I just got addicted what is the best career advice you've ever received? Now, it, I'm really bummed because I can't remember who told me this, but um, it really, the, the advice itself stuck with me. And it was um, a concept of thinking in terms of distance to perfect. So most people and businesses and decisions operate in a framework of trying to work out what's good enough. What's the minimum viable product? What's an acceptable level of quality, etc.? And they try to meet that level. Instead, if you quantify, or at least try to quantify what a perfect execution of a thing looks like, then you can measure the distance from where you are to that level and optimize for reducing the distance. And you're, you're not doing anything radically different, but it's a very different way of thinking about things. And it forces you to try and push beyond MVP, to improve, to learn. And in order to get that, you come up across uh, all of the challenges of business and constraints, and it forces you to compromise and to fight and to experiment. But what you end up doing is creating better stuff that stretches you. And I found that I I live in a world where I'm always frustrated that I want to be closer to that concept of perfection, and that drives me to try and make things better. Like, it's never enough that something is good enough. It's got to be best. And that, that that's really stuck with me ever since. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? 
I think it wouldn't be radically different. Like I would pick up some code editing and start just doing stuff. And the best way that I've learned is iterating on every project. So way back in the day when I was building little websites, every single one was an excuse to try something a bit different and to change an approach a bit and to refine that. I think the only thing I would do differently is maybe get some proper training. So I'm my code standards are sloppy, I'm lazy, I'm self-taught, and it's only relatively recently that I'm forcing myself to um, code like a proper developer. Like I can build things that work and that are scalable and that do exactly what they're meant to, but they're not necessarily great for collaborating or for coming back to five years later and understanding what I'm doing. So yeah. um, having a little bit of a formal education around that, or at least having gone through some courses and online stuff um, would have made a big difference. The other flavor of that is collaborating with other people. Like a lot of what I've done, I've done in isolation and I've solved problems and come to, come, come to conclusions that might have happened a lot faster if I'd had other people's experience to build on and bounce off. But yeah, going well, roll your sleeves up and play, definitely, for sure. What career objectives are you currently focusing on? I'm trying to atone for many years spent in agency world where I think a lot of the work was reinventing the wheel for businesses who aren't necessarily going to make a meaningful impact on the world. So now a big part of what I'm trying to do at Yoast is um, beyond just make the product better and do all the SEO stuff is try and find opportunities to affect meaningful change beyond just the small sphere of kind of WordPress and SEO. So things like the schema spec that I'm working on has a real potential to significantly impact, quote unquote, the whole world, or at least the the online part of it and Google's model of it. And that's really humbling and exciting. I'm so, so thrilled to be in a position where I can do some of that. But definitely my my objectives are to try and keep my eyes on projects which really make the world a better place, or at least as close to that as, as I can achieve from my spot. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I'm a voracious reader, but of um, sci-fi and fantasy books. I know a lot of people um, read a lot of business books and get a lot further from this, but I really struggle. Like Retreating into a fantasy book is my getaway and the way I recharge, but it's also really great creativity fuel. And they help me think differently. Uh, so the I, I read a lot of a lot of sci-fi and fantasy based in different worlds where different rules apply, where there are different frameworks and constructs. And that's a really great way to help me to think about how do I approach this problem a bit differently? How do I um, attack this project which requires abstract thinking and so on? And I think as essentially all coding is a variety of problem solving, having that extra input to cut corners and think a bit differently is really, really helpful. Jono, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? Sure. And I get told off for telling people this a lot, but I really firmly believe it to be true. I think don't settle for mediocrity. Conventional wisdom says two things. It says don't chase the shiny new thing. And it says don't aim for perfection. And I think the combination of those is a terrible shame and a huge limitation. And I think when you can, you should try and do both of those things, chase the shiny thing and aim for perfection. Because when you do that, you start to shape the landscape around you. You, you find yourself very quickly at that cutting edge where there aren't standards, where the things aren't codified yet. And if you do so with the intent to minimize that distance to perfect rather than just reaching MVP, you can really make a difference. I mean, you might need to win some arguments to give you the room to do that. But when you do, 
you very quickly find that you need to you, you never really need to ask permission again and you never look back because what you're doing is more meaningful than what everyone else is doing and that comes with results it comes with access and success so i really think this is a golden age for it for web development and technology but it's also very much a wild west out there and you can just go and get involved so i i'm relatively new to the open source space but i've been astounded at just how easy it is to contribute i've shipped features and code to chunks of wordpress to the amp project to um, schema.org to other areas just by going in and having an opinion and i think one of the things that's really blown me away having come from more commercial backgrounds is how much these spaces the, the spaces that are really designing and defining tomorrow's technology don't really have a huge amount of experience they have a lot of enthusiastic volunteers from certain disciplines, great designers who are great at designing, for example, great developers are great at developing, but few people who um, come from commercial backgrounds or have varied experience or different backgrounds. So really everybody and anybody can get into that and contribute and start to, um, to make a difference. And obviously that comes with excellent um, CV fodder benefits. It's great for um, demonstrating capabilities. I think looking back to today in a few years time having the ability to say i shaped this technology or i i wrote code that went into that project or i was involved in this thing is is hugely impactful and there really is nothing stopping anybody from just going in and doing that yeah absolutely and finally what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you um, a whole bunch of ways. So I'm very active on Twitter, mostly grumbling at SEOs for not thinking big enough, but that's at John O'Alderson. Um, alternatively, johnoalderson.com or yoast.com. Um, I also speak at a whole bunch of conferences on everything from um, performance optimization to the future of digital marketing and all sorts of odds and ends. Um, that's all on my website, kicking around somewhere. Um, there's a page for that. But yeah, it'd be really interesting to chat to people and get a thought for, um, for what else is interesting. Jono, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a treat. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's episode and to my guest's career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. And a quick reminder that the show has now three episodes every week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show to get new episodes automatically downloaded. Also, don't forget to join the IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. You'll get to engage with other like-minded people, get to find out more about upcoming guests and other episodes, and can get involved in the future direction of the podcast. It really is a great pleasure to be able to talk to so many inspirational people from across the industry and to be able to share their stories and advice with you. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.